Welcome to Happen Stories, a podcast from the Happen Store in Sydney's beautiful Inner West. We're right on the always busy Parramatta Road and right under the flight path, so you may hear for yourself when a 747 comes into land. Happen Stories is a celebration of the handmade life. It's about the satisfaction of making for yourself and enjoying the beauty in the work of others. I'm Marg Rafferty, your Happen Stories host and crochet enthusiast. Joining me is this Happen Stores owner and chief creative, Kath Dirksma. Hi, Kath. Hello. As well as Tash Selm, the owner of Handmade Create Yamba and Nita Extraordinaire. Hi, Tash. Hello. With March underway and the arrival of cooler weather, we're finding interest in our courses and workshops is really taking off. So we've had lots underway already, crochet course by me, a knitting course by Tash, and of course, Kath's famous embroidery course, which we'll get to later. But apart from all our making, there's been some other exciting developments here at the Happen Store. And one of those is that Flower and Stone, the, the wonderful bakery run by Nadine Ingram, is now doing a Saturday pop-up store here. Kath, what's the go with that? Wow. Well, it's, it, it, it sort of came left a field because um, one day um, Nadine, who actually owns the business, um, comes to some of our um, craft night inns and she said to me, let's do something here. I really want, you know, Flower and Stone to be involved. And I said, wow, fantastic. Yes, let's do it. And that's how it kind of evolved through a basic conversation over craft. And we just love the whole concept of, you know, handmade edibles that you can sit down with and eat you know, or take away here in the in the store, sit at our table, have a conversation about craft and or whatever, and um, just enjoy the space, give yourself some time, and um, yeah, indulge and make it part of your Saturday ritual, basically. Mm. Well, I've decided my Saturday ritual will be to try every single thing on the menu, <laughs> so my dietitian thanks you, um, and oh, uh, it is delicious. By, oh, the, by the week, let me I know, you. those Levingtons for one, I just, I could never, I can't even look at another Levington anymore. I know. It yeah. changes one's view on everything, it doesn't does, it? It does, it um, does. So apart from that, we've always ha- also had lots of our workshops, as we've mentioned. The Creative Stitching Workshop was a sell-out. How many people did you end up having for that one? I Kath? think there was about 14 wow. in the end, and it was a really warm day. It was very, you know, thick Sydney weather, tropical, humid, you know, and here we were all under the fan in, in the workshop area. It didn't worry any one of us. It was fantastic. Mm. Um, Why do you love that course, teaching that course? I think it's because of the freedom and it's about the opening up of one's um, concept in relationship to stitching, which has a very traditional sensibility. And I take it completely in the opposite way. And for me, seeing people become liberated by that is really fascinating Mm. and exciting. Mm. Um, and it's then combined with lots of colour, which you know has its own energetic field, and lots of discussion because of the nature of the the medium. We we're all together and we're all making at the same time, talking, mm. throwing ideas and stories, and it's it's a great time. If the three hours goes in about you know it feels like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I know when people who've been to your course come to Craft Night In, which we run every Tuesday night here at the Happen Store that they're always continuing, continuing the projects yeah, they've started and so excited about the potential for them, the skills they've learned and, and where they're going to go next with it. It's just such yeah. a lovely, inspiring thing to, to see. see. 
from a creative point of view. But also very colourful is the yarn bar, Handmake Create, <laughs> that is here in the Happen Store. And that's been here now for coming up for four months, is that right? That is right. Yeah, yeah. it is coming up to four months. Wow. So during that time, one of the really fun things that has happened with Handmake Create is that you've had the exclusive launch of some patterns from the lovely Queen Babs, a.k.a. Jane. We Tell have. us about that. We have, we have. We've had two patterns so far and we're about to release a third for coming out for Easter. So we had the Love Bomb ornament, which we did quickly in December for our market to start with um, and also to help raise money for a wheelchair for Jane mm. um, and then we've found out since that the wheelchair for Jane has been a bit more expensive than we actually <laughs> initially thought so anyway so we're now on we were now onto the love bomb mandala which is also taken off there's been a bit of a competition great uh, which was great on Instagram which involved uh, all her followers to make a decision on which one was the one that was their, her favourite and uh the prize has been sent off. Um, and then we're working on a um, another project as well. So that will be released, hopefully, I think it's the end of this week, beginning of next week from memory. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, lots of things in the pipeline as well with Jane. We've got some other patterns. Her little brain hasn't stopped working. I know. Her brain <laughs> is... That word little. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very, oh, yeah. very busy place, as we found out recently when we caught up with Jane to talk to her about yes. yarn bobbing. Yeah. She'd shared stories of encounters with council workers and constabulary while out embellishing her corner of the world, and she also shared some tips for creating your own yarn bombs. So let's have a little listen to that. In December, the Happen Store worked with crochet designer and yarn bomber Jane, aka Queen Babs, for the release of her Love Bomb Christmas ornament pattern. Proceeds from the sale have gone towards a new wheelchair for Jane, who is talking to us today about crochet and the craft community and what creativity means to her. Jane, hi. Good morning. Jane, tell us a little bit about creativity, about crochet, about your journey towards the designs that you do these days? Well, I've always been creative. Um, I was never a doll girl or a horsey girl. I always did craft and I always baked and I always read books and, and um, that is mostly still true except for the fact that now I'm sort of not well enough to get out in the kitchen and rattle my pots and pans. Yeah. I always say that craft isn't a hobby, it's a way of life. You're either a creative person or you want to be. And if you don't want to be, why don't you want to be? So <laughs> you're missing something. If you don't crochet or knit or make something, you should make something. It'll make you a happy person. So I've always been creative. Um, and when I got really ill, that became even more important because you need something to do. So you can't be chronically ill and have nothing to do. Mm. That way lies madness, as Shakespeare would say. So I always took up the things that I really love to do, one of which, of course, was reading, which is good. But, you know, you, you know, you can read and read and read, but you have nothing to show for it except just your enjoyment. But when you make something, uh, you have something to show for it. There's a sense of accomplishment. I could say, yes, I read 211 books that last year. Well, I didn't. I think I only read 136. <laughs> but... Um, 
to say, look what I made, because not only is there the enjoyment of making that thing and trying something new, so you're engaging your brain, you're using your hands, and you have something physical to show for it. And you can show other people and say, look what I made, look what I made. So my mum said, oh my God, you made a flower. Oh, that's so fantastic. And now I look at that flower and I think, oh my goodness, how bad. Like my first piece of crochet was a flower and my mum went, oh, you're so brilliant. And of course, now I look at that poor little flower and I think, ah, but you know, that was the beginning. Yes, that was the first step on the road to crochet. It is, it is. And I, I used to be a paper artist and so I did um, scrapbooking, collage work, painting, decoupage, I did beading, I did um, a whole heap of things um, and I taught paper arts for more than eight, uh, eight years um, but when I came here I couldn't find this a similar thing so I uh, wanted to do some collage work and I wanted a crochet flower and I asked a friend of mine, Denny Glass, I'm putting her name out there, uh, who told me, look you're not dumb, you could make this yourself. And I thought, oh, you rude cow. Oh, seriously, I thought, that's rude. So um, on the subject of madness, which you mentioned, mm -hmm. I know from my own experience that crochet was something that I had always done, but I got into it, back into it when I was at home with young kids. Yeah. Because there's something about that feeling mm -hmm. of being somewhat trapped. Yeah. Yes. You know, you're, you're, yes. You're not... Of course, I'm not comparing the experience no, but it of is. having kids it's, and being at home to, to It's what a you're going sense through, of, of limitation. So, you, this, as the saying goes, you can wallow in the ruins or you can rebuild. Well, you know, I've been chronically ill. I've been ill most of my life, but I've been chronically ill and bedridden off and on for more than 25 years. If you're not going to go stark staring crazy, but... Yeah, you have yeah. to do something. Yeah, agree. Uh, and craft is a good way because you can sit and you need a project that, that you can do and put down because the chances are you may only have five minutes or no minutes today. But you might have an hour tomorrow. Mm. So I think that it allows you to escape from that sense of, of being trapped or having your, your limitations. It's a great therapy. And of course, crochet is, and I don't want to upset people, but it's better than paper arts because I only need a ball of wool and a hook. Yes. And I, I thought you were going to say knitting then. Well, obviously. <laughs> I would never knitting. dream of uh, saying I would. <laughs> that crochet is better than knitting, even though it is. Well, yeah, uh, let's, let's not go down that path. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only because I don't know how to knit. When I know uh, how to I'll knit, you, yeah, you teach me, right? I'll teach you. And then I can be one of those people who goes, oh, yes, I can knit and crochet. <laughs> Multicraftual. That's right. Multicraftual. I like it. <laughs> so. Jane, one of the things that you mentioned when you first spoke about crochet was that you can do it and then show people. But yes. obviously when you're at home... You can't show people. In person. Mm. And for that reason, social media is obviously yes. so important for that connection. I know you've got how many followers now on Instagram? One or two. One or two. <laughs> one or two. <laughs> 40, 48 thousand or something 000. well that's martin's fault martin's my husband as yes. a lot of people who it's follow me know fault. 
it, there's, it's a oh, creative uh, excuse me <laughs> he's a man yeah. and he's my husband i'm allowed to say it's right. yeah, no. yeah, but but i started doing crochet because denny said to me you could do this and i gave it a whirl and then i loved it because it was everything i needed i could play with color i could play with texture I only needed a hook and a ball of yarn. There's plenty of YouTube videos because I couldn't get out. Of course. So I taught myself, which is why I always say I don't crochet properly because I just did it off a video. Um, so I don't like hold things properly, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, obviously it works. It so works. That's um, the I always say to people who are chronically ill that they need contact. So for the first you know, decade of me being ill, I didn't really have much contact with the outside world. But when we got the internet and social media, well, that opened up a whole new world because I could talk to other people, um, my friends and family interstate and overseas. I could join a group and that helps too because you get to share. But Martin... Uh, put me onto Instagram to share my photos of yarn bombing and as I said to him no one wants to see my bits of ridiculous yarn and he said yes they will and I said no they won't anyway Martin was right <laughs> and um, 48,000 people later um, it's really interesting but I, I didn't know what to say I, I said what do I say he said just be you yes. and I thought that's a bit scary and uh, really. I did. yes it is and so I was being me and I've just tried to be me so part of that is allowing people to see that life isn't perfect that I have days where I'm really unwell and that these are some of my challenges so Jane tell me yarn bombing I'm fascinated I, I feel like yarn bombing um, graffiti art kind of is yarn graffiti is it illegal have you ever been hassled by the police <laughs> well I'm, i i may have struck everybody that i live in redfern right. in sydney now there are many reasons why you might get stopped by the police in sydney or anywhere uh, and i thought oh my goodness i'm oh, i have to sneak out and do this so i do not have a poker face and i am not good at being a spy don't anyone no bond jane bonds <laughs> um so the very first time i got caught by the local council in the big council truck coming around and i thought <laughs> and i'd almost got it sewn up i was like oh yes yes i'm gonna get this up on the street no one's gonna know it's me next thing the council truck pulls up <laughs> with two large uh curious council workers and i thought Oh, I've been copped. So anyway, um, I said to them, please don't tell me to cut it down. Please don't tell me to cut it down. And they said, oh, no, lady, we like it. Ah, oh, fantastic. And I just went, wow. So the next time I went, and then we proceeded to have a yarn bombing conversation for half an hour, and then they went, gee, we better go back to work. <laughs> um, so they did. But the next time, and the next time, and the next time, I was caught by the council, or the police and the first time the police came they did a drive-by a few times and then went up the road came back drive by once they realized I wasn't going to do anything terrible I was just putting bits of yarn on a pole they just went away because the thing is unlike paint it's very easy to remove so technically here in Australia or New South Wales I can speak for anyway 
Because you can remove it, it's not vandalism. Oh, very good. It's removable, so it's not vandalism. I'm sure if I was, you know, ruining the sign at the same time, it would be a different story. But in general, I find that the police have a lot more important things to do than worry about some middle-aged lady putting a bit of yarn on a pole. So, tips for... Want to be arm bombers? Yes. Do it is the first one because people go, I really like to do it, but they don't do it. And the answer is just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, I also on the website have a whole page or two of tips. So what's your website? Tell us. Uh, Yarnbombersunited.weebly.com. All right, everybody look that up if you want to know more uh, about And that's also, there's some patterns there for freebies if people want to play. And but can patterns. I just say measure it? Measure it. Measure it. Measure it and make it to fit. Otherwise, it'll fall down. It'll be in the mud. And I'm sorry, another really good tip is make it slightly short because it's going to stretch. So those are Jane's top tips. Measure it. <laughs> make it slightly shorter to take into account the stretch. Anything else? Yeah, it needs to be slightly shorter because dogs wee on them. Ah, good tip. We don't want dog mm. wee on Look, I know it's so rude. Well, it's not really. It's, it's just life. But, you know, you don't need a smelly yarn bomb. No. No smelly yarn bombs. So in terms of designing, mm -hmm. what's coming up? Can you give us any oh. sneak peeks? <laughs> There's so much. Um, because I'm not yarn bombing, well, I am technically, but I physically am not leaving the house to put them up. Martin and friends have been putting them up. So there's a little element of me that's going, oh, I'm just not fulfilled, Om. So um, the designing's come in and um, I've been hugely encouraged by everybody's support. So I've always designed things, but I haven't really spent a lot of time on it because I've been yarn bombing. Well, obviously, for the last year and a half, I've had time to do some creative designing. I have about 24 ideas um, and damn it, there's only one of me. So I have to... Pace I, yourself. I hate pacing myself. I want to do it. <laughs> I want to do it all now. I want to do it and I want to do it all now. Um, but we've got a love heart in a circle being turned into a big fat heart, as they say in, Beautiful. in um, Pitch Perfect. And um, we've also got a squircle. And for those who don't know, that's a circle in a square. Squircle. Yep. Great name. I love squircles. Squircles. So I'm sort of playing with lots of ideas, but I also have coming up a teapot cosy, coasters, a tote bag, cushion, a blanket, and hopefully a few other things, plus some new Christmas stuff for the end of the year. Yeah. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're pretty busy and um, you've got a lot to do, so we won't take up any more of your time. Thanks for chatting to us, Jane. Um, and we will see you on the Instagrams where you can see Jane and, and follow her. She is Queen, Queen Babs, Queen but Babs. you have to go Queen underline Babs or you may get something about Barbara Streisand. Okay, so Queen underscore Babs is her Instagram handle check out what she's doing there and you'll be able to see the next updates on all those gorgeous patterns she's describing thanks very much jane thank you so much for having me and it's a pleasure and big hugs to all bye bye
So that was Jane. She's great, isn't she? She's she is. amazing. Yeah, I, I just love that she doesn't let what is a really debilitating chronic illness stop her right. from expressing herself creatively. <clears throat> and, you know, she may be stuck at home quite a lot, but she doesn't let that stop her from engaging with the world and making the world a, a happier, more creative, more beautiful place. Correct. She's a total inspiration. Yeah. And she I think that's, that's the nicest thing about the patterns is that she can't yarn bomb anymore, so how else can she have a creative outlet that, you know, is useful to her? I mean, mm. there's Instagram, there's a Facebook, but that is really important, I think, and the feedback that she gets from that too. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And that being said too, her partner Martin is an incredible oh, backup yeah. there too. He's yeah. right there photographing, helping, Amazing. doing, you know, the hard yeah. lifting and yeah. what have you. And yeah. it's beautiful to see that. And, and looking after her. Yeah. She's her primary carer. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, a real testament to the generosity of spirit in the yeah. crafting community Correct. That everyone has got behind these patterns to help Correct. raise those funds that she really needs for that wheelchair. Absolutely. So on that really wonderful high note, it really is exciting to think <laughs> about what else is coming. I know that there is so much ahead of us at the Happen Store. Kath, do you want to talk a little yeah, bit look, about that? My head is spinning at the moment because we really do have so much going on. But just to really hone in, we've got fantastic Ainsley Warner. Just she's coming wow. back from Mexico. And she, had, she was over there for a good period of time um, learning how to dye natural fabric, um, fabrics and yarns. We've got a Mexican night here um, where you can come in and listen to Ainsley talk about her experiences. Oh, how lovely. As well as do a slideshow. We can see all the visuals. Wow. And then the following day she's giving a mixed fibres um, basketry course. So those two, that whole event will be really wonderful. Yeah. And um, we've also got another fibre related um, workshop happening with Lorraine from Knit Space. Um, Lorraine is giving a knitting machine workshop which That's is fantastic. really different and it's it's a great thing. Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah. yeah. So you can see all of our workshops as they're coming up on the website but one of the other really fun things about the Happen Store is that as well as offering a beautiful range of um, handmade art here we also have workshops as you know and creative space for people who want to rent some space from Kath and be part of the community and I understand yes. there's some space opening up soon there is it's coming up in the next month or two um, so if you would like to apply um, please drop me a line via my email um, and we can discuss it from there. So yeah. it's a very exciting opportunity, actually. Yeah, uh, well, I love being a part of the Happen Store. It's, it's a really wonderful yeah. place to be. That's great. So, Tash, yes. what's exciting in the Hand Make Create world in 2018? More fibres, more wow. beautiful suppliers? Yes. So um, we've got uh, a lot of the same suppliers, but um, some of those suppliers are actually doing some amazing new yarns, and I'm working with some of them for colourways and things like that. We've got some new amazing people on board, uh, which has been really exciting. My mm. head's reeling too, because I just can't believe how, how it's taken off um, and how people have got behind it, so thank you. Um, yeah, we've got, obviously, we've talked about the knitting machine workshop. Mm -hmm. I've been doing some um, knitting workshops with people that do know how to knit but don't feel the confidence to perhaps knit in the round or how to read a pattern or whatever else. 
and the feedback from that has just been amazing. Mm. Um, and to see more people coming in, uh, if they've got any queries, just to sit down and go through those things. So it's lovely to see people coming in and getting excited about what they see and then embracing it. And we've got obviously your skills as well as a crocheter. Yes, the Mark's yes, crochet your clinic. Your Tunisian crochet, which is generating so much interest. Yes, I can't wait yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a workshop there. Um, so we can't forget the crocheters. Uh, we've got a few other things uh, in the pipeline at the moment, which I um, will be able to divulge at a later date. But Fantastic. yeah, there's some very exciting things going on out there in, in the craft world or in the knitting and crochet world. So it's great. Very good. Well, I think that's it from Happen Stories this time. So please check us out on Instagram where we are The Happen Store. Visit our website, thehappenstore.com or come and see us at 55 Parramatta Road in Annandale where we are ready and waiting to chat to you about all yeah. things beautiful craft. Yeah. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.